uh, had had some scriptures that come to her to her heart, uh, and I, I meant to mention too there. I, uh, uh, keep, I talked to Michael Banks there for a little bit yesterday. Uh, keep his mother Dale's wife in your prayers. She's uh, in a nursing home right now. She messed her leg up and then had her uh, in the hospital, and and uh, she's. Uh, They'll get take care of her at the house, and and so right now they've got her in a nursing home. But uh, uh, Michael said hopefully they'd have her back at the house before long. So, but let's keep keep her in our prayers. Keep remembering Dale. He's uh, still battling that that cancer and everything. But uh, uh, but just just keep keep praying for him and and remember Michael's son. Uh, boy needs the Lord, and uh, let's just keep keep trying our best to help him uh, uh, remember Tyler. But, uh, but I got just a little bit of scripture tonight, and we'll try our best to, to read a little bit over here uh, in Matthew. And I know it's something I've uh, uh, preached from uh, several times, no doubt. Excuse me, I said Matthew. I may read some of Matthew here in a minute, but I want to start in Mark, uh, in the second chapter of the book of Mark. I, I know uh, these things is... Is, is familiar and they've been preached and, and read uh, untelling at the time but and and caught myself and I, I still do it and I don't know why I do it but the Lord will start burdening my heart with the scripture and I'll think well I've preached that uh, you know and so and so's preached that and uh, different different times this particular scripture here I know I've preached it not too awful long ago maybe I don't remember how long but I know Isaac's preached from it here and I Chad preached it uh, over there in the Jubilee, but 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 the Lord sends scriptures for the reasons that He sends them, and and and, and we just have to mind Him with it. But 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 I couldn't get away from this scripture, and uh, I want to read just a little bit, and and in like I say, second chapter there of uh, Mark, let's pray just a little bit. But uh, He says, and again He entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noised that he was in the house, and straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they, they, they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four, and when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sin but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were reasoning within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. But 
that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy. I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thy house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it in this fashion. And and I'll, I'll stop right there. Uh, I guess I guess this scripture kept coming to my heart so much as I, as I got to thinking. Uh, you know, he says uh, said there in that fifth verse when Jesus saw their faith, and he said unto the sick of the palsy, "Son, thy sins be forgiven thee." And and I thought about that in in uh, I guess I guess my heart's been a whole lot in. And the way that, that the Lord's been a working in the church and the way the Lord's been a doing things here at the church. And I know these scriptures has been preached many times uh, about being, being born of these four and, and, and going upon the housetop and, 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 and breaking up the roof and, and lowering this man down into this place. But, but we, we preach it so many times, but, but I want us to keep a hold of just the, what results can come from having that faith. I don't want us to get past that. I, I, I thought a lot on our faith and the results of it and what, what God's been allowing us to see right here in our, our little congregation. And just imagine uh, 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 how in that day those men had a lot of hindrances that was right there in that house. There was, they, it was so much that they couldn't even get in the door. And, and there was a lot of people that was right there in that house that was a hindrance to them getting in there, and they truly wasn't in there uh, 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 on their own faith. Uh, you, you read there that they got to reasoning in their own hearts, and they was they was saying, "Well, how can this man? He's a blasphemous man, and he's doing these things." And I want you to understand, and that's something I, I truly want these youngest to understand, Danielle, and, and some of you ones that starting out in this way and and just got saved. <coughs> I want you to understand that, that while your heart and your faith may be focused so much on seeing your people saved, I want you to understand uh, they may be, uh, uh, Trevor, they may be some hindrances right in the house that will fight against what you're trying your best to get to Jesus. And I, I got to thinking on that, and, 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 and my heart just uh, truly, I, I, I want us to get up. I got to thinking, Tommy, this week it seemed like my mind and my heart has just been uh, uh, overwhelmed. I can't, can't hardly uh, uh, sleep a lot of times. And, and I told my wife, it just, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm bad. I process stuff so much in my mind. And I've been playing over so many things in my life. How God has brought us to this point uh, uh, in our Christian life. And the things a lot of times, Tony, that, that we went through spiritually, physically, naturally, and all the time that they was such a hindrance sometimes in my life, Isaac. And each one of us can attest to that for ourselves. Uh, every time, God, I mean, right down to when I was getting saved, there was things coming at me to try to prevent it. Uh, down to the times when I was praying for uh, the burdens that God laid on my life. Uh, Judy, there was stuff 
started trying to fight against me uh, all the way up to the time when God called me to preach. There was things that started coming against me uh, up to the times when God allowed us to be able to preach in services where souls come to repentance uh, and got saved. There was things started fighting against us. Uh, I want us to understand a few things, Isaac. Uh, hey, you're going to come down to the house, Daniel, uh, and you may be bearing the burden that God's laid on your life, but uh, you may be carrying your corner. Uh, hey, but I'm going to tell you, there's going to be some things in the house sometimes that's not there to help you, but it's there to hinder you. It's going to try to pass the to keep you out of there with your objects. Uh, hey, I'm going to tell you, uh, when I do good, uh, evil is always present. Uh, but I don't want us to forget what Jesus seen. He saw these men's faiths. They didn't let nothing hinder them, Barbara, from getting their object to him. The scribes, the Pharisees was in there the whole time questioning God and hindering against things. Even when God healed a man right before their eyes. There'll be people learning. Bobby that'll sit right in the house of God, gonna move like he's been a moving. Saving young souls, uh, restoring lives and working the way he is, Isaac. There'll be people set right in the house of God, right in the midst of you, just like the scribes and them Pharisees. And they'll go to question, and I don't believe God can do that. I don't know how that that could really take place. I don't believe God's in that. I don't believe that. I'm going to tell you one thing. You stand on what God shows you. You believe in who He is. And you believe the miracles performed right before your eyes. Yeah. <sighs> read over in Matthew. He tells us, I was going to read if you want to. Says to consider the lilies, Dana. How he clothes them things and how they, they, they pull not, neither do they spin. God provides for them out there. And he said he loved them lilies that much. Even Solomon and all of his his riches and everything he had wasn't even arrayed as one of them lilies. But he said, even if God takes care to think of those things right there, then he knows that one of these days is going to be cast into the fire. God loves them that much. So how much more do you think he cares for you? He goes on down in there. His righteousness. And all these other things will be added to you. Take no thought to tomorrow. Don't you worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. You keep your heart and your mind focused on that corner that you've been carrying. For that object. For that burden, Jane. For that thing that God's laid on your life, you keep your heart and mind focused on that. Them men bearing that burden, Tommy, 
They need to get up to the door and say, well, we've tried. We got him this far, and they just ain't no way we can get him in there. They kept their heart, Bobby, on getting to Jesus. I don't care what rises up, and I truly want this to get so settled in your heart, Aubrey. I want it settled in your heart, Jay. And all us older ones in here, too, I want it settled in our heart. But I want these youngins right here to see that if you get it in your heart, and let your eye be single. Your whole body can be full of light. I want them to understand. There's going to be things hindering you from getting your objects to God. There's going to be things that will get in front of you. And I promise you, if you're trying to get to Him, there'll be things that will make it look impossible. But don't you quit until you get tired. Don't you give up. Get the roof tore off. And you get that off, you down there where it needs to be in front of Jesus. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Don't you worry about tomorrow. Don't you worry about all these other things. You bear up that object and you get it to Jesus. You know how that man. Got to walk again by the faith of others. And I know I say this all the time because I truly despise this 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 one thing that's going around our nation and around our areas that people preaches against the church having any part in these things. That man wouldn't have got before Jesus if it hadn't have been before men that loved him enough to carry him there. Means something to the Lord. He wants to see your faith in action. He wants to see our belief in Him, not get hindered, not get not get stopped by something that's going to get in the way and block the door. He wants to see us keep it going, Tommy. didn't mean they didn't have any faith. They just had a little. You know what the Lord wants us to have? I know all it takes is the faith of a grain of mustard seed. He wants us to take that, that little bit of faith we got and use it for him. Put it into a big God. And you'll get great results. meditated a lot as I went along a lot of my thinkings and went back over my life and I recounted some things Linda and I sat down and I watched every time like I just said just a minute ago that God was wanting to bless and God it was noised you know what was going on over that day it was, it was known God is in this place God is in this house and I thought back over that 
Not only the people that was wanting to get something from him, but the people that was wanting to question him showed up in that house. When it gets noise to broad Savannah that God's in the house and that God's a working down here at Community Chapel, don't you think that they ain't going to be a few will fill up the pews just to come in here and question God? Don't you think they won't be a few that'll just come down to clog up the door? I hope they ain't. I pray that, 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 that everybody will come in and get in one mind and one accord. Because it makes things a whole lot easier. I've preached at times when I, I've been up here in this very pulpit. And then I get done preaching because then I'd question because I could feel something that was a fighting me so hard and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. But you know what the Lord would say? Preach on, son. Keep a preaching. Hey, the devil's going to fight and God's a blessing. And I'd question and wonder and I'd leave here sometime. I couldn't figure it out. And God told me to quit trying. You just tire the roof off, son. You get them objects, huh? At my feet. I got to going back over some things. I'm thinking we're God. Doing a great work in some things. I just trust him and keep going. I'm here to encourage you, Daniel. Keep trusting him and keep going. I preached a revival down in Tennessee. Still to this day, this man ain't got saved that I've got word of. I remember my heart being so burdened. For a man by the name of Ronald Jones. I've probably told you this. Preaching down at Randy Warner's. Me and Rex uh, Cole in revival. Burning you, burning me, burning me. To Ronald Jones. One day, it's two hour drive in there to that church. And one day, God said, Don't you believe early, son? I want you to remember fighting Ronald Jones. I didn't know but one place down there, and that was that church. And that's the only place I know how to get to in Rogersville, Tennessee. God said, I want you to go down there and I want you to talk to Ronald Jones. I started to pick the phone up and I started to call Randy and say, where does Ronald Jones live? And the Lord said, hang it up. That preacher, you're telling a tall tale. I'm telling what God does. I didn't know how to get him before the Lord. Didn't know how to find him. There's some things that came in my life at that very moment. That was coming at me hard during that revival. Said you leave early and you get down there and you go see Ronald Jones. I left Tammy and I went to driving. The whole time I was just itching to grab that phone and call Randy and say, Where does Ronald Jones live? I don't know how to find him, but I've got to talk to him. And I couldn't dial his number. God said, You trust me. I got down there to that church of Cave Springs. I got down there and pulled in that parking lot and I was the only one there and there's another car still sitting over there. And I sat there and I said, Lord, I'm trusting you. How in the world am I going to find Ronald Jones? 
I sat there in my truck and I was reading my Bible. All of a sudden, this vehicle pulls in and goes over there and pops a hood on that car and was working on that car. And I got out and walked over there. I said, how you doing? I said, I'm Benny Rice. I said, been preaching and meeting down here. He said, good to meet you. I'm my own guy. He said, my daughter's car broke down at church last night. He said, I come by here, see if I can get ready for before church started. I'm telling you, trust God. I'm still looking to hear that Ronald Jones has got saved. I said, well, preacher, if that was so amazing, he'd have got saved right there. We'll give him a chance to talk to him, and that's all he told me to do. You know where I got him talking? I got him in his feet. I got him right there where the Lord told me to carry him. There's times you just trust the Lord and go beyond and go 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 past where you think you can get it. Don't you lay it down right there where you think you that's as far as I can get it. And God says go a little further. Come to church and we sing God and move. Don't quit trying to get Dean Ball in here. Don't quit praying for them youngins. And say, well. Jesus. We're going to keep her praying. 
little atheist friend of yours, Savannah. She ain't gone too far. We just got to keep carrying. Somebody bore me, Isaac. Somebody bore me. Somebody cared enough that they got me in front of him. Probably. I believe everybody's going to hear God, I believe everybody's going to know that he's in the house. I'm going to tell you what. He's got a church here for a reason. He's got us here to keep carrying on. To get them past the scribes. To get them past the Pharisees. To get them past all those that's a questioning. All those that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a questioning God in their heart. All those that's a, a blaspheming. All those that's a going against. God's got a church here that's going to keep carrying until they get them to the in front of the Lord. That's what we're here for. And I heard some on the radio talking about that pretty language stuff this week. And talking about how the church is going to get gone and there'll be a few get saved after the church is gone and all that bunch of mess. Now I'm going to tell you what he said, how can they hear without a preacher? If all the Christians get called out of this place, we're, who's going to preach? How can they preach except they be sent? I'm going to tell you the church is going to be right here until he calls us all out of here and he destroys this place. And you want to know what we better be doing? We better not. We better be using our faith. We better be believing God. And we better be bearing these up before the Lord. And lay them right there in his feet. Because that's why we're here, Connie. To be used of God. Those men were there to carry the sick of the palsy. Those men were there to be used of God. said when he spoke to him, he said, I say to thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. You know what it's going to take for our people to get saved? You know what it's going to take for everybody around to get where they need to be? They need to see it in the fashion that it ought to be. We got a lot of churches trying to change the fashion of worship, the fashion of serving God, the nature of it, the way it's done. But I'm going to tell you what, there's only one way to worship God. There's only one way to serve God, and that's in the Spirit and in truth. There's only one way to see you people saved. Give them to Jesus. When the Lord sees them Trevor Lunsford's come up out of an altar, sees them Emmas and them Aidens come up out of an altar, them Jays and them Audreys, them Daniels, you know what they're going to get them You know what it's going to do? It's going to get them stirred up because they're going to see it in the right fashion. 
convicting power of God. Through the church. Can't you just imagine these people sitting in that house. Learn just to close the doors and trying to hinder the service. Can't you just imagine something falling pecking them on the head and they're going, what's going on? All of a sudden they see somebody going past what they are trying to stop. They're coming through the room. He's amazed at Isaac. That them men went to that much effort to get somebody in front of Jesus. I want some people to get amazed, Julia. I want them to see a church that's willing, Isaac, to do what it takes, Barbara, to get our people to the Lord. Going over and read where I was going to read a little bit. It talks about fasting and things. And it talks talks about not letting it be so not to do your all before men. I ain't talking about us doing anything to uplift community chapel. I ain't talking about us doing anything doing it to make us look like or, or to even make me look like the greatest preacher in the community. I don't want that because I can tell you I'm not. But you want to you want to know what I want to amaze people? when you bear up your people and get them in front of Jesus, what do you do with them? Get amazed at His power. The power of faith in Him. We're just sinners saved by grace. Every one of us in here. That's all we are. There's some people born in the corners of my bed. Yeah, and they got me before the Lord. Regardless of everything that come against them. My family got out of church. My family didn't want to get around Christian people in the family no more. You know what they done? They clogged up a door. There's still a little man by the name of Henry Rice. No doubt we go to Rice. No doubt some other men of God and women of God that love the Lord that kept bearing them corners on my behalf. It didn't matter that J.W. and Sandy quit going to church. It didn't matter that they didn't want to get around the church people no more. They just kept carrying the corners. They kept working. And at night they'd get on their knees, I believe. And I believe they'd go swinging shingles and break them up. I believe they went to get that roof tore back. And they started lowering me down and getting me before Jesus. They love me enough to do it. They keep loving our people long enough to get them before the Lord. Want somebody to lower that little fellow if I'm not here. Want somebody to lower your great grandchildren. Richard, it seems like you preach a whole lot to our young people. Just the way the Lord's been burdening me. I want them to know this works. 
And that little false doctrine going around that's trying its best to teach these youngins that the old ways don't work. I want them to know it still works and it still takes this way in this fashion. It still takes this way to see our people saved. Maybe one of these young men that's preaching one day or testifying or a teaching. It may be one of these young ladies that's a playing a piano, that's a singing a song in the spirit, that's a testifying of how they got saved in an altar in this church one day. When yours is a sitting there under conviction, when, when my grandson's a sitting there under conviction, it may be one of these. He's got a hold of the cord. Somebody bore me. I want to bear somebody. And the one I'm bearing, I want them to keep on bearing it on. Why? Why, preacher? Jesus saw their faith. That's why. When Jesus saw their faith, when he sees your faith, it's going to speak to them. Then it's going to take their faith to believe enough. So you know what that means? He kept laying there in his bed. The Lord said, Arise and take up thy bed. It's up to him where we leave that one. Then we had got him before the Lord. Then we had lowered him down. And they had all they could do. Remember somebody lowered you down up there one morning. But when the Lord spoke to Trevor, he said, take up your bed and walk. When he said, your sins is forgiven you, it's up to that young man to do that. He still had to carry him in his bed, didn't he? That man had the power when Jesus spoke to him to take up that bed and walk with him. He didn't have to be bored on it no more, did he? No. No. Then we got him where they needed to. And the Lord gave him the ability through faith to reach down and take that up and walk. It's up to us to get them there. And it's up to them to get up and walk with it. I don't reckon it's anywhere's in there, but I like to think sometimes that man may have went back to somebody he knew that was sick of the palsy. I don't, I don't do this not to try to uplift one above another, but I truly, I want, to, I want to be an encourager in the Lord. But I'm just telling you, there's some things that ain't left my mind since these young got saved the other night. I seen that young man back there getting a hold of Aiden Corner. Remember, I seen you tearing the roof off to be able to help that young man get in front of Jesus. It encourages me, Isaac. Amen. 
sun, we're on fire. And we want to get hold of every corner we can get a hold of. We want to get everybody we can, Daniel, and up to Jesus. Man, we're on fire. I'm going to tell you, Trevor, it's going to get hard on you down the road. It is. It ain't going to always be easy. Wherever we go sometimes, you know what we start doing? Clogging up the door. We're in there questioning God the whole time instead of just believing Him in faith. Don't come down to the church and clog the door. Come down here with a corner in your hand. Barely. And trying your best to get it to Jesus. That's what we're here to be fruitful. We're here to seek the salvation of the lost. We're not here to clog doors. We're not here to question. Pharisees, when they seen that man walking, should have been rejoiced. But they were too busy questioning. Get in here with what God's been doing and rejoicing. Don't sit back and wonder how long it's going to last. That burns me up more than anything. I've heard it said about some when they'd get, get their hearts right with the Lord. You'd hear some old body, I hope it lasts. Pray for them. Encourage them. Help them along in this way. You know, scribes and Pharisees, that's what they should have been doing. Should have questioned God. And I'm going to tell you what, there's some out there right now questioning things. Look, I want us to keep believing. That little story about uh, uh, Ronald Jones. For one reason. Believe God. When he tells you to step out on faith and go when it looks like it's impossible, go. Talk about Billy Parham today. When I was preaching in revival over at Lust Chapel. Not don't get me. I'm not up here boasting in myself. I'm bragging on God. I'm bragging on God. I'm just telling you what will happen when you believe Him. I thought about as I was wanting to get home to study before revival that night, and God said, "Go by and see Billy one more time." Tommy Dale had been carrying. There's other men. There's this church you've been carrying. People had to hold the corners. And the Lord said, Go by before you go to revival. He took him by that one more time. And as we talked to him about the Lord, the Lord laid a song on our heart. We started singing. That man that every time I'd ask him if he knows the Lord is his Savior, he'd say, I hope I'm all right. I hope I'm all right. How dreadfully 
nerve-wrinkly. He got right in front of the one that could help him. And the Lord said, Billy, take up your bed and walk. The little man there wasn't much bigger around than that. And the Lord went straight up in the air and he started going, Praise God! Praise God! <laughs> Billy, do you know the Lord is everything all right? Son, I'm going to heaven. Everything's all right. The Lord saved me. Praise God! Praise God! I said, son, after we talk just a minute, I've got to get going. I've got revival tonight that we're in. Praise God! Praise God! All the way out to my truck, I could hear him outside of the house as I drove down the driveway. Praise God! Praise God! I got a little discouraged up to that point, just to be honest with you. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought me and Tommy got into the door and I thought, I just don't know. The Lord said, get up on the roof, Dave Rice. And let him down. Don't give up on you people, church. Don't give up. You keep a bearing them. You keep a you keep slinging shingles and turning the roof off. You lower them down until you get them where they need to be. Every one of them just seems like maybe they'll never come. They don't be long, Vicky. But we're here to praise God. Praise God. I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker. I'm just telling you what kind of God we serve. The kind that hears and answers. Prayers, effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man. The kind that wants to see your faith and just get the knowledge of his brother. Don't give up. Don't back up. Don't let nothing get in the doorway. I don't care if you hurt somebody. That's hindered me a few times, Charlie. When I, I'd be carrying a burden and I'd be going along Danielle, and I just know God's going to answer it. And you know what? Then I'd hear somebody say something negative. Daniel. I don't care what you hear. You keep trusting God. You keep believing Him. I can go back to fairly recent. There's a man right down right now waiting on a heart transplant. saved after he did. People kept burying him up. People kept carrying him. He sat through Jonathan Sluder and Gerald Sprinkles 
preaching this revival and sitting right there. Just at any moment, I just thought he was going to move. He just kept carrying me, even though he didn't make it to an altar during that revival. They kept bearing him up. They kept lowering him down. Trust in the Lord, church. I love you. That's what the Lord's laid on her heart tonight.